This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Let's take a look at what's going on in the world of entertainment. That new James Bond movie is coming out, Jim. This is Daniel Craig's last turn as James Bond, No Time to Die, in theaters this October. Okay. And some video came out, Daniel Craig getting emotional after shooting his final scene as James Bond, thanking the, the cast and the, uh, and the crew on set. A lot of people here worked on five pictures with me, and I know there's a lot of things said about what I think about these films and all of those, whatever, but I've loved every single second of these movies, and especially this one, because I've got up every morning and I've had the chance to work um, with you guys, and that has been one of the greatest honors of my life. Oh, come on. Plus, I made $100 million. That felt pretty good, too. (laughs) A lot easier to get out of bed when I'm working with you guys and getting paid like crazy. (laughs) Uh, This is exciting. One of my favorite boys, uh, boys, one of my favorite movies when I was younger was Lost Boys. Yeah, it's a good one. Did like all those boys in that movie. Sure, sure. The Frog Brothers. Young, uh, Young Sutherland, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer. Yeah. Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, the Corys. Yeah, yeah. A vampire movie from 1987. It is something else while well, they're making a remake of uh, the film. Why did it take so long? Not that it ne- needed to be done, but this movie was obviously on the list of being remade. Sexy Young Vampires. They Come did uh, a sequel about, I, I believe it kind of focused on Corey Feldman's character, Corey Haim. R.I.P. He's no longer around to be in the movie, but um, no word whether or not any of the original cast are returning or they're just going to go like the the Riverdale route. Mm-hmm. Just find like sexy, sexy people in their mid-30s and... <laughs> pretend they're high school students. Pretend they're in high school. <laughs> <laughs> what real Lost Boy fans want, though, is we want a prequel... That gives us the backstory of the saxophone guy who's playing at the carnival by the beach, man. Like, <laughs> the greased up, shirtless, ripped saxophone guy in the tight pants. <laughs> like, where did this guy come from? Where does he go after he's done playing that saxophone? Is he a vampire? I don't know. Is it implied in the movie that he's a vampire? No. Oh. He's not even a main character. He doesn't speak at all. He just sings and plays saxophone shirtless with a chain around his neck. Sure, maybe he maybe he can fight vampires. You put a little garlic in, sure. the, in the in the bell of the saxophone, blow it in a, in a, a vampire's face, kill him. Maybe shirtless, ripped, greased up saxophone guy from The Lost Boys is like the Van Helsing of that universe. <laughs> And he has tracked them to the this small beach community, and he's just waiting for his opportunity. <laughs> Playing the long game. To blow a stake, a wooden stake, out of the end of his saxophone <laughs> right through a vampire's heart. Oh, would be cool. I hope you're listening, movie executives. Time for sports. Devin Peacock from Global News Radio is with us. Dev, another exciting weekend of NFL football. I watched Tom Brady, and I just wonder if this guy's ever going to retire. I mean, I saw a thing the other day where he was talking about playing maybe until he's 50 years old. He's 44 now, and when you are 44, you're throwing, you know, five touchdowns. 
and you're just crushing everybody, why not? I mean, here's the, the crazy thing about Tom Brady. He's set another record for, for wins. So the, the Bucks have now won 10 straight dating back to last season when they were 7-5, and five, when they went on a huge run. But they've also become the first team in NFL history to win nine in a row while scoring at least 30 points a game. The record of eight straight wins and 30 points scored has been done twice, both by Tom Brady, once with Tampa Bay, now once with New England. The guy just does not, you know, lose. Like, he just he's just incredible. It's uh, And I hate it because uh, I don't like Tom Brady. Well, how do you think, Tom Brady, if you had to predict, is Tom Brady's career going to end? How can you stop this guy? Barring an injury that would be debilitating for him to be able to continue his career, I think his career ends when he loses the zeal for it all, when he just doesn't want to do the work in the off season to get ready for the season. I think that's when this ends because otherwise, why would you stop if you love it? Now, I mean, his kids are getting older, like, so there might be family reasons to want to end, but if his family is cool with him playing and he's healthy and he enjoys it, why not try to go to 50? Why not try to be... The, the goat of all goats, because if he can do what he's doing now at the age of 50, theoretically, how can you say he's not the best, greatest player of all time, of all the greatest players of all time? Do what Gordy Howe did. Wait till your son starts playing in the league, too. Get him <laughs> on your team. Play for another three years. Why not? I, mean, I would not count Tom Brady out for anything at this point. I was talking about the wedding I went to on the weekend. Jody and Gus got married. It was an awesome time in, in a backyard with fires going, tragically hip music playing, the hip two, little cover band action going on. But uh, the highlight of the evening, other than the, the couple um, coming together as one. But that happens at every way. In a union that uh, cannot be broken. Uh, the highlight was the, the hot dogs at <laughs> at the late night food buffet it, it was a, food, a hot dog cart that they brought in mm -hmm. like a, a hot dog guy from in front of winners not canadian tire it was winners i apologize mm -hmm. for that mistake earlier but we got talking about how that is such an important that is one of the last things that happens at a wedding celebration gym the late night food you're planning one of these uh events now so you got to make sure you get it right with the late night uh eats and mm -hmm. we got a common thread running we had a couple calls like the, these ones here we had poutine yeah like a poutine make your own poutine or yeah it was at a um at the arden park here in strafford and they had a big lineup and you could put whatever you want on it and it was such a big hit people are still talking about it three years later i know that's all you need. Forget about uh, seat cushions, decorations, speeches. You don't need any of that as long as you have good late-night food. Exactly. We had a candy bar, too, so that was a big hit. Hey, this is uh, for Jim for your wedding. Uh, good night uh, uh, snack we had for our wedding was uh, poutine bar. Poutine always goes over well once you're, you're drunk and just french fries and poutine. 
People waking up the next day with gravy stains all over their nice clothes. Absolutely. And Jim, just one advice. Remember to eat because you will not eat during your wedding. So either remember to eat or have food in your room when you get back after the end of the night because you will forget to eat during your wedding because you've got too much fun stuff going on. How about this idea, Jim? Have a poutine bar in your hotel room for when you and Sarah get back there. Just for the two of us? And you can do like the poutine version of nine and a half weeks. <laughs> Make each other the poutine bar. No. <laughs> so the color sexy. of gravy on a human's body. Cheese curds. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, thanks. Bacon bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's your food truck. Stop trying to make (laughs) sexy poutine happen. A teenager, 15-year-old in England, 15-year-old boy, underwent emergency surgery this past week to remove a USB cable that had become lodged in his urethra. Wait, what? A USB cable had become lodged in his urethra. How? That's like putting a cassette into a CD player. (laughs) How do you... It's like putting a marshmallow into a piggy bank. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say how or or ow? Or wow? I'm saying any exclamation (laughs) can fit. I mean... That's a how, ow, and a wow. (laughs) Holy, like, so yeah, I'm picturing, you know, a phone charger, you know, yeah, basically. It, very, yeah. it, it looks like a phone charger. Look at the x-ray, Jim. <laughs> but he didn't put the USB end in, did he? It's hard to tell because I don't think he got the full phone charger in there, but you can see that it, like the, the excess cord is like wrapped up in the x-ray and I think it's kind of off to the side. Oh my God. Oh, that's real? I know. What the? Yeah. Because there's like, yeah, there's like, oh, this is a 10-foot cord. There, there is a good solid four feet of slack inside there. And some of it looks braided. Like it's like it's been in there for a while and got, you know, when you keep your earbuds in your pocket? And get and a little tangle. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's going inside. This guy. He got tangled up for sure. Um, reports are that he was triggered by sexual curiosity. Let us save you the trouble. Not a great idea, if you're curious about that one. (laughs) Uh, He also said he was using the cable to measure his manhood. Oh, this is like, okay. I mean, there's better ways to do it, but remember when you were a kid and you'd take a string and go like measure a road on a map? And you'd put it in, and then you'd pull pull it out, put it up next to a ruler, and you could see how long it was? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that's what this guy's doing. It's the worst way to measure for a number of reasons. <laughs> One, you can't cheat the system if you're going phone cord in the urethra. You know, <laughs> yeah, how with far the, back are you going? With dude? the measuring tape, you can <laughs> once around the corner, <laughs> up over. Yeah, yeah. We'll just go through this crevasse here, and uh, yeah, twenty-four inches, <laughs> pretty good. So, uh, so how 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 big are you? Well, according to my USB cable, <laughs> three feet, because I maxed it out, baby. <laughs> He got the way. He just kept going and going. <laughs> kept eating it. <laughs> wow. So he had surgery. Good news is made a full recovery. Uh, I have a feeling he was uh, more embarrassed than anything.
Yeah, I mean, how do you look at your parents in the eye after that? Especially now dad knows where his phone charger's been missing <laughs> for two months. Yeah, where's the phones? Why do these things keep going missing? <laughs> They're going to be getting them a phone with wireless charging. <laughs> Not just election day here in Canada, but it's also National Pepperoni Pizza Day. The only one who could ever need me was the son of a pizza man. On September 20th, Pepperoni Pizza Day recognizes the most popular pizza ever created. Pepperoni. National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Some pizza for breakfast? Yes. Why not? It's Pepperoni Pizza Day. Let's go. It is National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Nice. Little <laughs> little cuckoo kangaroo at the end there. Do you have things sound like the inside of a 13-year-old boy's head. Pizza! Pepperoni pizza! <laughs> you familiar with the cuckoo kangaroo? No. Wait till you have kids. I have heard that All I Want Is Pizza song probably 950,000 times <laughs> in the past five years. Oh, boy. And it's an earworm, let yeah. me tell you. I lie. Eat his pizza, ba da 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 da. Any parent out there, <laughs> it's like don't start singing it, Taz. Do they sing it when they know there's pizza coming, or just any time. Yeah, I get just... well, any time. The, the video will pop up on YouTube, kids. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the regular rotation. These these two gates, two guys who uh, have a number of like funny songs for kids, and they must be making. Tons of dough, mm-hmm. pizza dough, uh, from the views, just based on my children alone. <laughs> All I eat is pizza. Ba, ba, da, da, da. I'm going to have to start singing Baby Shark just to get the, the cuckoo kangaroo out of my head yeah, today. Yeah, fight fire with fire. Are you a pepperoni pizza guy, Jim? Is that a topping that you will gravitate towards? Yeah, I think pepperoni belongs on any slice. Like any, even if you have other toppings on it, pepperoni will go with anything. On more than a third of pizzas ordered in North America, pepperoni is is a topping. So over a third, I thought it might be a little higher than that. Actually, I would mm-hmm. would have maybe said half of the pizzas that yeah. are ordered have pepperoni on them. I would assume, but the quintessential pizza slice is the pepperoni pizza slice. It is the, you can't beat it. It's the greatest simple pizza there is. Yeah. It's 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 the one topping. You have cheese, you have pepperoni, and that's a a complete pizza right there. Yeah, like it's fun to put peppers on, you know, some mushrooms and stuff like that, but, you know, it doesn't get any better than pepperoni pizza. Uh, Pizza heavily associated with Italy, but did you know that pepperoni pizza is a North American creation? Ooh. Sorry, oh, Italy. In your face. Just like the uh, the Hawaiian pizza is a Canadian creation. <laughs> Nothing makes sense anymore. Don't tell me about French fries. Where'd they hide it? I love this game. I, I, there's been a lot less people traveling across borders. Uh-huh. So I feel like it's been harder to find stories of people, uh, you know, trying to smuggle things. But, but we got some good ones today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got Sean... Hey, how's it going? We give you the story. You uh, get multiple choice options. Guess where they hid the items, and you'll be a winner. You just need two out of three for the win. But we also have the daily dumper in here. So if you suspect the story I am telling is about someone hiding something in their backside area, 
the bum bum, I believe is the, the medical term. Uh, okay. You yell out daily dumper. Okay. <laughs> before okay. I give you the multiple choice options. Okay. First story, one arrest has been made as Turkish police seized smuggled ancient artifacts this past Sunday, including 30 coins and 48 Roman-era game pieces made of stone. Mm. Where'd they hide it? Were the artifacts hidden in bags of coffee, in olive cans, or in boxes of Big Turk candy bars? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, I would guess hidden in the coffee. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it was the olive cans. Oh, I thought it was the Big Turk because that would be brilliant. Those things are so disgusting. Nobody would open are you those not a up. Fan? Are you not a fan of the no. Big Turk? That's Tur- like a, that's, Turkish delight covered in chocolate? That's what my dad likes. I was like, those are disgusting. No, thanks. No, okay. I agree with, I agree with Jim. Hey, it was the olive cans. Next one. Back in August, U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents in at the Texas-Mexico border confiscated 350 pounds of contraband meat. Where'd they hide it? If you want more details, the agents discovered 320 pounds of pork bologna, 30 pounds of turkey ham when they searched a Texas man trying to cross the border into Mexico. Not going daily dumper. <laughs> uh, no, that, that you don't think he was a baloney? Long baloney tooth. <laughs> <laughs> He's. You don't think he was full of baloney? <laughs> Did he hide the meat under blankets, under seats, or inside a duffel bag? Uh, I'll, I'll go with under blankets. Yes. Couldn't lose on that one. It was also under the seats and inside a duffel bag. That's a lot of meat to <laughs> smuggle, guys. But he did put the blanket over top. <laughs> They'll never look under the blanket. I'm the first one to think of this. <laughs> Last story. Police in Newcastle, England, pulled over a car and noticed that a 23-year-old passenger in the car was acting suspiciously. After a search, police discovered multiple small wraps of cocaine. Where they hide? Dumper. He's going daily dumper. <laughs> and 100% correct. There it is. The cocaine was inside a Kinder Egg, which was inside his back end. So that's a real thing. I've always heard that urban legend that the, they'll Dude, use the you, Kinder Eggs. You can't, you can't smuggle Kinder Eggs into the... Well, you, you have to. Them. You can't buy Kinder Eggs yeah. in the U.S., I believe. But that's the first time I've ever heard a, sto- a news story where they actually did use them. That's a Kinder surprise. I wouldn't be excited about it. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.